welcome to St. Louis City Press, an international friendly. Joining me to talk about the upcoming game against Vancouver Whitecaps is our man from Hanoi, Chris Hoff. Good morning, everybody. Good morning to you. And Nathan Halley. Hello. Speaking of things Vietnamese, I have a delicious bowl of pho sitting upstairs waiting for me. So let's power through. All right. I'm Phil Halley. Let's get into it then. Any thoughts we have from last week's game now that we've had some time to to rewatch and think about it? I have not rewatched the game, as promised. It was good. It was good. I don't think we talked up Kyle Hebert playing out of position enough. That was my one thought that I'd like to add. Kyle Hebert forced to the fullback position. Left fullback. Yes, with the suspension of John Nelson. And he's right-footed, which was uh, interesting, but he really tried to overcome his one-footedness, and you could see it in real time, and I loved it. He was effective, too. Read something, someone saying he should play there more often. Well, do you think we'll see him there this week? Nelson, off of the, the yellow card, or off of the red card suspension, he'll be back. No, I think it'll return to normal. Yeah, probably I agree with that. I would guess. You want to keep them guessing who's going to be there. And, you know, if you play the right-footed left back too often, then, you know, opposition coaches can adapt and keep them guessing. I, I will say, I think, so that that left back position is actually surprisingly, maybe not surprisingly, it's super important for us. It seems like, and maybe this happens in all, all teams, and I'm just noticing it because I go to these games in person and can watch, but it seems like we... Like that, that's a very forward role for us. That player ends up on some deep runs, some some play deep, and we sort of pivot to a three back back line so that that left back can come up. And I thought Hebert did did really well in some of those attacking roles. So that was that was nice to see. Throughout the season, our left back has been doing that, so it was good to see that we didn't lose that bringing in a different a different player. Also, Phil, have you called in from a payphone? Well, I'm recording from our parents' house. It's a different audio setup. I apologize. Is, is it is it not so great? Does Dad have a payphone in his office? This is a very expensive headset, like maybe multiple hundreds of dollars. But yeah, it sounds like we should be talking like process requirements, not soccer. But we'll we'll it'll be fine. I don't I don't have any other thoughts about the the game because, like I said, I didn't watch it. But I have felt better this week. It felt better to. To go into work and you know so i wear basically every day a different polo that has the st louis city logo on it i've recently started a new job people have noticed and started talking to me about the team it's always better to it's always better to come in and be like yeah that was an awesome game and well yeah we sucked again so it was a better week at work appreciate that all right yeah. well, hopefully this week we'll also give you a good uh, although you know monday's a holiday People may have forgotten by then. We'll have the Sheffield Wednesday. And yeah, let's be honest. My my about. emotions on Tuesday are going to be a thousand percent based on what Sheffield Wednesday does. It's too much pressure. I I don't think I can stand it, and don't even care as much. <laughs> you have no idea. Like one game decides which league you're playing in next year. It's just too much. I'm I'm up already opposed to baseball's wild card game because that's too much pressure for one game. This is that to a factor of a thousand. I'm right. glad you're not a Leicester City fan. 
going into this week's game against Vancouver, no Klaus, not even practicing with the team yet. Um, we are on week six of his 10 to 14 day injury. Klaus watch. Oh, I have a lot to say about this. About Klaus watch. Yeah, Klaus watch. I like that we have a name for it. Can we get a, I feel like we need a sound effect. We'll work on that. Slabjacking. That is not it. Yeah, so uh, the Cardinals historically have this thing where they'll be like, oh, players, they're they're actually actively doing it right now with one of their outfielders, where they'll be like, oh, he'll be he'll be back in like five days. It's a minor tweak. And then like four months later, you're wondering, when is that guy getting back? So I'm used to it. was hoping it wouldn't spread to the other teams. Read something yesterday saying that Klaus is maybe more injury prone than other players and his injuries last longer and that the team sort of knew about this. If they knew about it, then I would say, well, maybe have more depth there. Let's. Everyone's heard my rant a lot, but I'll keep doing it, to be honest. So, yeah, I read something he didn't practice today. Doubt he'll play this weekend. Maybe we'll see him again this this season. That would be nice. That would be. Um, we might see Alm, though. It sounded like he was back out on the practice field today. Not yesterday, Ooh. but was back out today. So. My, one of my favorite players. Maybe my favorite player. Phil, sounds like you and I read the same tweet. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'd, I'd be thrilled to see Alm back. He is either my first or second player currently. Well, I'd love to see how he fits in with the Leuven, the Blom, Leuven, Vasilev, you know, line of midfielders. That would be Stroud. Fun I think he's, yeah, he's a Stroud or Celio replacement. Yeah. Yeah, I think he, you know, adds quality to that to that mix. My guess is he won't start, but maybe comes off the bench with some speed every day, every week. I says, well, maybe this guy is going to come off the bench with some <laughs> speed at the end. That would yeah. be nice. Uh, I Vancouver is either a very fit or not fit team. I'm going to be honest, not a lot of research on them. I believe they are not the Vancouver Canucks. Is that correct? Correct. They have no away wins this season, I believe. Um, so hopefully we can hold them to that. They did just beat Seattle, though, in their rivalry match. So, but so did um, so did Kansas City, and you saw how we handled that. We just need to play teams that are overconfident from beating Seattle the week before every week, and we'll be fine. Yeah, is it the Whitecaps? Indeed. Okay, that's a dumb name. But the Montreal team, still, at this point, not sure it exists. Definitely could not tell you a name. Le Montreal Football Club. I don't know. That's that's terrible. I believe, what's his name? Uh, Who's the the German guy we got working for us? Pfannenstiel. Yeah, Lutz. Oh, God. It's been a long day, guys. Started this new job. Really, really tough to have to work a lot. Lutz played for them, correct? The Vancouver Whitecaps? Or did he play for a different team in Vancouver? The Canucks? <laughs> <laughs> I believe goalie skills transfer. I mean, I bet you put some pads on him. He'd be able to stop some shots. Yeah, he played four games in 2007 for the Vancouver Whitecaps. Wow. So that that will probably be very relevant to the game this weekend. I think that gives us an advantage. Oh, yeah. He, he surely is in touch with the style and current you know, personnel at the Vancouver Whitecaps. Um, speaking of the style of the Vancouver Whitecaps, they have a traditional number 10, I believe, Ryan Gold, who is their danger man. Tell us about Ryan Gold. 
Um, that's all I got. He's their traditional number 10 playmaker. What makes him traditional? He is an attacking midfielder, unlike our Leuven, who who we've been playing deeper on the field. You know, Nate, we've really been blessed to witness the the growth of your brother here in I know it's amazing, right? It's happening before our eyes. I mean, I'm always a little bit like very unconfident when I say this stuff, but I think all of that is correct. If we go back to episode two, I believe he was not even clear that there were numbers. And now he's talking about traditional number tens, by the way, uh, corrections and omissions from what I said two minutes ago, while Lutz did play four games with the Vancouver Whitecaps, it was the previous incarnation of the Vancouver Whitecaps when they were in the USL. Might be less relevant experience than it already was. But was it like the same team then joined the MLS? I think it's kind of one of those things like Cincinnati did where it sort of squirted up in there, but is kind of the same. All right. Well, if you can get us the stats on what those games were that he played in, I think that'll really help the show. His sponsor, fbref.com, perhaps has them. All right. Not a sponsor. So who's their danger man? Ryan Gold. He's on a two and a half million of salary per year, according to the player salary list. Oh, he's a wee Scottish fella. I don't think we can say that. We're going to cut that. <laughs> he, is, he actually is only five foot six inches tall, so he is a wee Scottish fella. Uh, but a danger... In any case, we should have some statistics here. Maybe he scored third. 12 goals in 57 appearances with the Vancouver Whitecaps. All right. How many of those are FC. this season? You can't have a name like Whitecaps and then also throw in an FC. You got to keep one or the other. Oh, but we've got City SC. Do we not count? It's the combination of the American style name with the European style name. You got to pick a lane. Okay. Yeah. We picked European. We picked it would wrong. Be like if we were the St. Louis City Arches SC. Archers. That would actually be a better name. Archers, I think, would be a pretty solid name. It's sort of inherently violent. Yeah, that's fair. Like our team. True. True, true. All right. Other news this week. There's an international window coming up. Are we done talking? Wait, are we done talking about Vancouver? I've got more things to say. Tell us. Well, I'm actually just on their Wikipedia page clicking through their their DPs. That's what the so- listeners come for. <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering, do we have any thoughts on Sergio Cordova? He's one of their DPs. Three appearances this year, zero goals as a as a forward. So he is not a danger man, based on my my. Yeah, he also has zero xG for this season. So I'm I'm looking. Well, he's started three and played nine for a total of 378 minutes. So he's played about a third of their season. So interestingly, they only have five American players on their team. Oh, no, I was reading the entirely wrong line. Um, um, he... <laughs> Simon Becker has started three and played nine, for those of you who are concerned. He's also a striker. And He's an American. Four goals and assisted one. So he is dangerous by the numbers. Uh, Sergio Cordova made his first appearance since having a... Uh, I don't know what it ended up being, a six- to eight-week hamstring injury. Um, but he made his first appearance, actually, I believe, last week. So he Ooh. could be back in the lineup against us. He could be a danger man. He could be. The, so I do want to have a brief chat. So I mentioned 
that they have very few American players. In my in-the-head restructuring of the MLS, which maybe I've talked about on here before, the Canadian teams would be gotten rid of. There's a Canadian Premier League, which I actually watched over the weekend on Fox Sports 2, a new sponsor, Canadian Premier League. Not a sponsor. I believe Fox Sports 2 is in negotiations with us. It looked like what you'd expect from the Canadian Premier League. It was like in of like if you've been to Epcot Center in Florida and the the Canada exhibit, it looked very fake Canadian, the stadium like you expected Mounties to be around. Did have Martin Short. No. Well, maybe. I don't know. There were only like nine people in the stands. This is where the Canadian team should go. Like get out of our country's league. Go to your own league. I'm I feel very strongly about this. I don't like Canadian teams in the MLS. I think national leagues should be confined to teams in that nation does this extend to baseball and hockey no okay um canada gets two teams into the Concacaf champions league the mls only gets four i mean that seems a little bit lopsided. Those teams like if an mls team is one of the canadians does that count as the canadian teams i don't believe so it's two canada canadian premier league clubs and four MLS clubs. See, that's bunk right there. If an MLS team from Canada earned a CONCACAF spot, that should take the Canadian spot. Oh, and there's also the Canadian championship winner gets a place. I believe so. the MLS Canadian teams actually take part in that. They do not take place part in the U.S. Open Cup. Have we checked the stats? Do we have any Canadian listeners before we go so hard against Canada? I am I am generally neutral to pro Canada. Just want to get that out there. I think they yeah, belong no, I, in our, our league. I'm all about. I've been this. to Vancouver. It's fantastic. Yes. Great city. The city that's going to, that we're playing this weekend. We say nothing good about cities. We're going to play. It's fun to visit for the last four days. The Cardinals have been playing Cincinnati and I've hated Cincinnati, even though it's like the city I would move to if I had to move. All right. Different strokes. Anything else about the upcoming game against the Whitecaps? It seems that they have a similar profile in some statistical ways to SKC in that they are close to the top of the league in uh, progressive passes and progressive carries, which seems to indicate some desire to play a possession-based game. The more you have the ball and the more uh, passes you connect, the more possession you have. So uh, maybe that bodes well for us and our refound intensity in the press uh maybe not yeah no hopefully they can't you know we talk about i'm calling it the minnesota style we should probably come up with a better name they were the first ones who effectively played against us the minnesota style is what prince and morris day in the time pioneered back in the 80s probably i didn't know they were such you know historically important football tacticians Yes, yeah, very not not well known, especially because Prince was a wee little Scottish lad. It's it's them and the Russians, I think, that mostly invented soccer tactics. So I'm on I'm on footystats.org, which I've actually migrated to from fbref. Whatever, Chris, have you ever been on footystats.org? Probably at some point. They have better <laughs> Sheffield Wednesday statistics, but anyway, we've got odds here, so. They have a 67% chance of a St. Louis City win, a 25% chance of a draw, and a 0% chance of a Vancouver Whitecaps win. That sounds questionable to me. Um, I think it we do have the home field advantage. 
I can see why you like that website. <laughs> As I said, Vancouver is not one away, but uh, this is not a gimme, I don't think, especially if they have their, their Cordova danger man back. Well, yeah, and in the last four games for the Vancouver Whitecaps, they have ended with two or more goals being scored. And right. also, it is likely that the Vancouver Whitecaps will score as they have netted in the last four games, coming to this one and have scored seven goals in the last five games. We're going to get some better statistic sites in the future. Uh, <laughs> Footystats.org has just a little trends section that I think is written by like a really shitty version of ChatGPT or something. Yeah. All right. Other news this week. There's an upcoming international window. It looks like we might lose Blom for at least one game, possibly two. Hebert as well. I think it's a real problem that we've signed an international South African uh, because it's a really long way to go. It is. We should petition for a direct flight to South Africa, the Blom Express. That might be Chris, difficult. I believe you are going to South Africa soon, correct? Yes, I'll be uh, potentially going there in the winter for, well, I will definitely be going uh, the, the, I haven't booked the flight yet, so I don't know exactly the day, but I will be going for a wedding of a dear friend to Cape town. I think that is a more reasonable reason to go than a call up to an international team for a stupid match. That won't matter. After the wedding, I will be, uh, I've been called up to the international team for the international window. Well, that's exciting. No. Yeah, I, I don't. I what don't about Drew? Drew's going to be there as well. Is he joining? Yeah. My hope is that Lutz or someone can make the South Africans angry again. Like Clay and Blom is injured and just yeah. can't go. Right. No, it's good to see him get the cap. I think you only get a cap if you actually get called into the game, right? Well, hopefully he does. I mean, there's not a lot of body of work from his time in MLS to base the call up on. I guess it's what they they knew about him previously that they're they're using as justification but really he's he's got not many minutes under his belt in the mls well we're going to be missing him against the galaxy and potentially uh, potentially against nashville as well i don't know galaxy are not doing well this season but nashville are i'm really glad that he's back on the pitch uh and this jumps back to last week's performance a little bit but i think the big difference with having that sort of roving destructor of a uh, number six back there is that as many people have pointed out, it freed up Indy to just get up the pitch and he's got the legs and the engine to get up and get back and get up and get back for the whole game. And that was just really effective as we saw. So I want to see more of that. And I think Blom and Indy really complement each other uh, within our system. So, yeah, I look forward to like seeing that with, Alm as well. You mean uh, Gary? Gary, Indiana. Do we have a uh, lineup predictions? We normally throw some nonsense together. Yeah, I think you know you get Nelson. Start off last week's. Get in Nelson. You sub. Well, I don't know. Hopefully you sub Alm for Celio. Late game, fast, fast legs off the bench. Yeah, I, I'm not sure Alm will be in shape to start if he's just back on the practice field today, which is Thursday. He's but. a really handsome man, though. Well, you know, so that gets him a few points. I don't know that it has anything to do with soccer, but I just like looking at him. Well, I mean, Berkey's pretty good at soccer. Yeah, I wonder if anyone has made any, like, Rule 34 Berkey-Ohm stuff. But Klaus is pretty good and a little bit a little bit funny looking. Oh, I thought we were just talking about handsomeness. 
I agree. I think it'll be the same starting lineup, except Ebert back in the middle, Nelson. Yeah, I don't think you can justify too many creative reworkings of the personnel after such a performance. Well, and I think I read somewhere that Carnell had been experimenting with like little tweaks that maybe we didn't see, but about like like getting Gary in the right position and stuff. And so I think he finally found a working formula. Hopefully they stick with it because we haven't been super consistent with, with lineups for various reasons. I'd like to see us stick with something and see it develop. I think that that Blom, Leuven, Vasilev core would be a fun core to build around. Yeah, couldn't agree more. At some point, when when does the summer transfer window open? Is it July, Chris? Yeah, I think um, early first couple of weeks of July. I don't have the exact date in front of me, but yeah, coming up. So we got some time to work on our our rumors and predictions for that. Yeah, I mean we we would start in deciding if any moves are going to be made, knowing what we do about the preferences of the ownership in terms of salary and cash outlay. Yeah, that's a great point. All right. Anything else before we get into predictions? Yeah. Yeah. I got some uh, fun stats for you. If, if you'll allow me. Let's hit it. Hit us. Tim Parker is third in clearances in the league. Hmm. He really likes to just get the ball out of danger and he's real good at it. And so super appreciative of that skill of him. Yeah. We need it. We need it often. We give him the opportunities. Uh, Eddie Lyons continues to be close to the top of all players in MLS in tackles one, and uh, he's fourth in tackles one in the attacking third, which is really exactly what we we need. He's up there turning the ball over, uh, uh, turning the other team over in their danger area where they don't want to lose the ball, and that's. Just fun to see it's what we're built around, and I'm, I'm happy that he's fitting in in that regard. Four out of the top 10 players in blocks per 90 minutes uh, mm. are St. Louis City SC players. Oh, should we guess the four? I want you to t- guess who is number one in blocks per 90 minutes in the MLS. Is it not Parker? Hebert. Nope. Nerwinski. Nope. Nelson. Nope. Blum. <laughs> nope. Leuven. Nope. Stroud. Nope. Do goalies count? I suppose they do, but that is also wrong. It is our our newest man on the pitch, John Klein, who only played <laughs> the short stint and managed to get... <laughs> All right, per 90 minutes. What yes. do we got in yes. number two? Who's the number two here? Kevin Molino from the Columbus Crew, followed by a Sporting Kansas City, Kansas City player, a San Jose, two San Jose players, and a Seattle player. And then Caden Glover, Azeel Jackson, and Lucas <laughs> Bartlett are, are defensive. Okay. This is a terrible statistic. It is. Yes, it is. This, is, this belongs on this really old sponsor, footystats.org. <laughs> this is a footy stats statistic we've been led astray hit us with some good stats okay yes and things you may have already suspected or known berkey is tied for second in total saves second for save percentage uh, meaning that of the shots he's faced he's stopped 
more than almost anyone in the league. He is first by a wide margin. I think this has widely been reported in a post-shot XG versus goals conceded, which is a metric that determines how good you are at turning dangerous shots into saves. Basically, he is the best at turning an expected goal into not a goal. And he is saving at such a high rate and consistently making these really difficult saves that uh, really have, I mean, we saw it in the last game. I rewatched that last save. It, it just blows my mind still yeah, every time I watch it. And there are some, some interesting. St- oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go ahead. Some interesting statistics around our score predictions. It's a tight run on predicting the the margin of win. Patrick is actually slightly ahead of me, but if we look at predicting the individual scores, I am in the lead. Uh, Nathan is fairly far behind due to his uh, okay. How eight, much of that is, eight? Yeah, how much of that 16. is my eight eight? Look, it doesn't help, but you know. Look, I mean, I'm a wild card. I'm a wild yeah. card. Yeah, sometimes. Imagine if it had been eight eight, I'd be exactly. in the lead by far. And now you just got to start making crazier ones. Oh, right. 3.2 to 7.65. <laughs> yes. Negative one. <laughs> um, thank you to Helen for putting together those statistics for us. She went thank back you. and listened to all the pods to pull the predictions for us. Oof. My wife doesn't listen to any of this. Yeah. Well, it's probably a good call. I guess speaking of predictions, should we make some? Patrick Stark sent in his prediction. 2-1, he's predicting St. Louis City. Playing it safe, I see, Patrick. 2-1 being like the most common scoreline ever in the history of football. I'm going to go 5-2 St. Louis City. All right. With a hat trick from Johnny Klein. Oh, no, okay. no, no. I don't know that he's even still on the team. <laughs> <laughs> I think he gets, I think he gets, what, is it like a 14-day contract or something no, or 16 know. days or something it's a good question let's see i will say that it's going to be three goals four and one goal against three one win for st louis city i was i was going to go three one but i'll change it i'll go three nothing let's see it again from berkey mm. be fantastic that did be we nice. get a did we get a prediction from Drew? I don't think we got anything from Drew. Maybe he'll send in a memo. If so, we'll edit it in right here. Frilkerell thinks that St. Louis City is going to win 5-1 to one with a Klaus hat trick. Thank you, Drew, for that lovely recording. And amazing, once again, predicting that 5-1 scoreline. I mean, that's just yeah. Drew's thing. All right. I'm going to be in Minnesota watching this game. I will not be at the game... Um, Drew and Patrick will not be at the game. Helen will not be at the game. I don't know what to. I don't know what to do. I'll be at the game. All right. Well, you got to hold it down for us. I'll be watching as I usually do in my scarf on my laptop here in Hanoi, cheering the just, boys on. Just a scarf, right? Sometimes it's hot. Just making sure Vietnam. Speaking All of right. Vietnam, I'm going to go throw down on some pho. Enjoy. Nice. Nice. What type? What type? What what type of fire is it? Just like your most basic blank steak. Okay. From Nudo House, new sponsor Nudo House. Not a I sponsor. I believe they actually are have a location at City Park. 
So I dumplings don't think so. and stuff. Oh, they, they? they definitely do. You don't get, you know, your oh. pho to go in the stadium. <laughs> no, I think that would be difficult. Uh, but I think they have other stuff. Yeah, you can. So, I mean, it's not ideal, but you can get pho in a bag with one of those wide bubble tea straws. And I, you know what? Sometimes I, but I, you can get I have that. been known to finish off the bottom of a pho bowl with a big old thick straw before. So nice. All right. Well, let's go, city. Take down Vancouver. Go city, let's get it done. Yeah. <laughs>